Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Wisdom's Echo. This is a daily podcast brought to you exclusively by Origin Gate. My name is Elijah Ward, and it is an incredible honor to share with you the meditations of my heart over the last few weeks. You know, one of the large influences at work in the mechanism of religion, and honestly, one of the biggest um, influences at work internally, a human propensity that drives us um, instinctually, is this, um, this natural desire to pursue the hand of God, what God can produce for us. Um, and sometimes, sadly, that comes at the expense of our pursuit of who God is as Creator, as King of the universe, and as Lord of our life. Um, and so I've been meditating on and um, p- posturing my heart appropriately in worship to, um, to, to know that I'm really at the, at the foundation of all that I'm doing in my meditating and my praying and my worshiping and what I build with my hands and the work that I do um, and the ministry of my heart. I'm really focusing on making sure that my pursuit is the heart of God and not just the hand of God. I want what God has miraculously, but not if it comes as a substitute for my pursuit of who He is eternally. You know, I was with my wife this weekend. We just came off of a weekend um, where we were celebrating our ninth wedding anniversary. And uh, we've been so blessed over the last few years in the business that we've been building um, to really be able to um, to celebrate in ways that we never could have before, and it has felt rather miraculous. Um, we went to and spent the weekend at a beautiful hotel and resort spa type place um, that is just, if I'm being honest, it's really expensive, and it's beautiful. It is excellent. Everything they do in this place is just excellent from the service they have to the food that they serve, um, to the spa experience that they provide. It's really a quite beautiful um, and uh, and really just amazing experience. And over the course of the weekend, as my wife and I were um, just spent time together, away from the kids, going deeper together in our, um, in our marriage joining, um, we just had a lot of time to discuss and to talk about what the Father has done for us and um, what the Father... Um, is calling us into and what it has been like to unfold um, new revelation in this place where we've kind of transitioned into some new pursuits and walks of life. And um, we we had a chance to go really deep, and that's special to me. Um, my relationship with her is um, really, it's like a, um, a thermostat that kind of um, dictates to the rest of my life how the temperature of things really are. And so when I'm able to go deeper with her and when I have um, uh, the excitement of the um, that kind of spiritual journey um, with her as we pursue the Father. All of those things just make my life feel so much more enriched. Um, and as we were discussing, though, I we were discussing how miraculous the Father has been for us. Um, Yahweh has done some truly miraculous things for us, but we began discussing how it has never once 
Um, being the recipient of a miracle has never once satisfied fully the desire that we have to continue discovering him forever. I've not received a blessing from him. I've not been given an object from his hand that has satisfied my inward desire to continue discovering his heart. And um, I was in a um, in this spa this weekend, and um, and I began to meditate and say Yod Hey Vav Hey Yod Hey Vav Hey, and was really focusing on going deeper into my Father's name. His name is a strong tower, Scripture says, and I was really just engaging, going deeper in Him. And I heard Yeshua say to me, "I am the living bread that comes down from heaven." Yeah. <laughs> And I, I knew exactly what he was saying. Um, it reminded me, it brought me immediately to a scripture in John chapter 6. You know, John is an amazing um, gospel account. I'm thankful for it um, for a lot of reasons. But John chapter 6 specifically is a real beautiful story. It's separated into um, three different sections, three or four different sections um, that your Bible might title it. And the first one we're all very familiar with is when Yeshua multiplies the bread and the fish on the mountain for all those people. The second part is when he walks across the water miraculously with the disciples. And the third one, which is where I've been hanging out, is called, in the Passion Translation, my, my Bible titles it, Jesus the Living Bread. And um, when I got back to the room from the spa that day, um, I told my wife what I'd heard. And... Um, just began really opening up. It's still so fresh to me, and that's why it's it triggers me emotionally um, because I love every word that the Father speaks to me. And I was sharing with her what he said, and I, as I began to read, it blew my mind that it was so in line with what we'd been discussing in, um, in our time together. So as I was reading John chapter 6, I just want to walk you through some of the Scripture briefly. Um, but the first part is when Yeshua multiplies the food for the crowds. And so specifically... Um, he goes up a mountain, and everyone approaches him, and he says, have everyone sit down. And he took some loaves of bread and a fish, um, and he multiplied it. He gave thanks to God. He lifts it up to heaven, gives thanks to God, and he multiplies it and continues distributing this um, this food miraculously to all these people. And so he gives this people naturally a, this miraculous manifestation of bread, and it fills their stomachs. It is a physical bread. It is a natural food, and it miraculously appears before them, and they eat it um, out in the wilderness. And it's similar to historically in the narrative of, of Moses what happens in the wilderness with manna. And so when he does this miraculous thing, all the people, Scripture says, were astounded as they saw with their own eyes this incredible miracle that Yeshua had performed. And they began to say among themselves, He really is the one. He is the true prophet we've been expecting. And, um, and so they're blown away by this miracle because they've tasted and they've seen with their own hands and their own eyes the miraculous provision of God. But then, um, later in John chapter 6 and verse 22, it says this, the next morning, the crowds were still on the opposite shore of the lake, near the place where they had eaten the bread he had multiplied after he had given thanks to God, yet Yeshua was nowhere to be found. God had already moved on. 
And this is where I've, I've been, my wife and I, um, really, it's amazing how when people receive miracles from God, they will build a monument at that moment or at that place or with that one prayer or with that one worship song or that one service that produced this crazy miracle, and they'll try and replicate it over and over again, and they get stuck in that same place. But it's so important for us to remember that when miracles happen, it's not a landmark where we're supposed to build camp or set up a, a or build a house or a new church or anything like that. It's a moment where we experience the supernatural provision of God, but He will continue moving forward. We have to continue to follow Him forward and trust that tomorrow's miracle will be tomorrow's bread, and the next day's miracle will be the next day's bread. But let me read what Yeshua says um, in this next part. When the people who realized that Yeshua had moved on from that place um, where He produced that miracle, when they finally found Him, this was His reply. Let me make this very clear. This is in the Passion Translation, John 6, 26. Yeshua replied, Let me make this very clear. You came looking for me because I fed you by a miracle. Not because you believe in me. Why would you strive for food that is perishable and not be passionate to seek the food of eternal life which never spoils? I, the Son of Man, am ready to give you what matters most. The God, for God the Father has destined me for this purpose. And they replied, so what should we do if we want to do God's work? Yeshua answered, the work you can do for God starts with believing in the one he has sent. And they replied, show us a miracle so we can see and then we'll believe you. Moses took care of our ancestors who were fed by the miracle of manna every day. And let me just pause here. They're asking him for a miracle in order to believe for him. These are the same people that saw the miracle and ate the bread that he miraculously produced. And they're asking him again to show them a miracle. And they bring up manna in the wilderness. They were just fed by a miracle the prior day. And they want another one to believe in him. Let me continue. Verse 32, the truth is, Yeshua said, Moses didn't give you the bread of heaven. It is my father who gives bread that comes as a dramatic sign from heaven. The bread of God is the one who came out of heaven to give his life to feed the world. Then please, sir, someone says, give us this bread every day, they replied. Yeshua said to them, I am the bread of life. Come every day to me and you will never be hungry. Believe in me and you will never be thirsty. Yet I've told you that even though you've seen me, you still don't believe in me. But everyone my father has given to me, they will come. And all who come to me, I will embrace and will never turn away. And I have come out of heaven, not for my own desires, but for the satisfaction of my Father who sent me. Let me continue forward, skip a little bit. Here's the part I wanted to read to you. He says, I am the bread that came down from heaven. Now, and he continues to, to say, uh, share this same thought even further down. He says again, I am the true bread of life. Your ancestors ate manna in the desert and died. But standing here before you is the true bread that comes out of heaven. And when you eat this bread, you will never die. I alone am the living bread that has come to you from heaven. Eat this bread and you will live forever. The living bread I offer 
The living bread I give you is my body, which I will offer as a sacrifice so that all may live. And I want to encourage you to go read the whole chapter of John 6 and allow this narrative to unfold in your spirit and see how it, uh, it really reveals the human propensity in us to pursue the hand of God, even at times when we should be pursuing the heart of God. And if we remember that every time we choose to pursue the heart of God, regardless of what is in His hand, then we will always enjoy the pleasures of His hand as they proceed from His heart. It's such a beautiful thing how good he is. He's such a good father. And when he blesses us miraculously with finances, with opportunities, with um, physical things, natural things, money, houses, whatever it might be, relationships, all of these things are good. When he heals our body miraculously, when he does miracles, when he performs them in the midst of the company of believers that we run with, it's so important for us to celebrate the miracle. Don't ever, don't ever stop celebrating. Don't get shy of miracles. Don't stop asking for miracles. We have to have the faith. If we don't maintain the faith necessary to ask for a miracle, then we've already started down a path that leads to death. But don't get stuck on the miracle. Don't build a camp and build a house in one location or in one posture that produced a miracle because it is He who comes out of heaven and He is the living bread that gives us the food we need for each day. And as we wake up and pursue him with all of our heart, then we will always wake up and receive all that is in his hand. So I just pray that this blesses you today. And I just declare shalom and peace over your hearts. I get the feeling that somebody listening today to this podcast needs a miracle. And I want to encourage you to ask, for, continue asking for miracles, but regardless of what happens, Continue pursuing his heart. He will never let you down. If he dresses the lilies, and if he feeds the sparrow, how much more? How much more does he love you? So I release this over you. I bless you with this. In the name of Yeshua, my Messiah and my King, and from the womb, of the mountain that I share with my father. Amen.